I'm Joni from Columbus, Ohio, and I recommend 3C Body Shop. Nobody wants to go back twice in one year for accident repairs. But after my first experience with 3C, it made perfect sense for me. 3C worked with my insurance and everything was handled perfectly. I'd recommend 3C to my friends, my family, and anyone that has been in an accident. 3C Body Shop, the finest in collision repair. Hey guys, have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions like how do I record an episode? How do I get my show into the apps all the people like to listen to? And how do I make money from my podcast? Well, the answer to every one of these questions is really simple. It's called Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. And best of all, it's 100% free and extremely easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. I've been using Anchor now for, oh, almost a year, and I really enjoy it. It's a lot easier than any of the other podcast apps I've ever tried. And again, it's free, guys. It really is free. It doesn't cost anything. Uh, So if you want to get started on a podcast and making money doing it, then go to anchor.fm slash start. That's anchor.fm slash start. Anchor, the best way to podcast. You know, but anyway, anyway, you know, you know, but yeah, um, you know, and you know, I know, I mean, you know, you know, yeah, you know, that's man, how am I, how many times am I going to say, you know, this is the Ranger Report podcast news, insights, predictions, interviews, and information about the Texas Rangers from the major leagues to the minor leagues. And now, here are your hosts, Ben Dieter and C.J. Berryman. Welcome, everyone, to the Ranger Report Podcast. I am Ben Dieter. You can find me on the Twitter machine at bdieter75. I am C.J. Berryman. You can find me at C.J.B. underscore R.R. on the Twitter thingy. On the Twitter thing, yes. And you can also find us at the Ranger Report or at the Writer's Report on Twitter where we cover a lot of Frisco stuff, and we'll talk about them a little later tonight. Um, Instagram, Facebook, you know, anywhere that that the world goes to look at Ranger Report stuff, we're there. Or Ranger stuff, I should say, because we are the Ranger Report. But anyway. We are the Ranger Report. We are the Ranger Report. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, we are brought to you in part by Walton's. Walton's Walton's.com is the website. We'll have an ad for that here in just a little bit. But uh, let's start tonight, CJ, with, uh, well... Let's start tonight with a historic run the Rangers are on, and I don't mean that in a good way. Yeah, it's been historically bad, and I'm glad we're just going to get this out of the way early. Because, yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get this out of the way early, and we'll get the more positives. But uh, it's been bad. It's been very bad. Yeah, I mean, the, they've been outscored since the All-Star break. They've been outscored 37-5. to And, of course, today is the first time since the All-Star break that they scored more than one run in a game. Uh, or I'm sorry, second time. They did the first game back as well. But even if you go back to before the All-Star break, the game before the All-Star break, they lost 4-1. to one. So they've been outscored 41-6 to six, uh, in their last 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7 games. That, that, yeah. you, don't, you don't win a lot of games when you're outscored 41-6. to six. No. I mean, unless you're playing two games of football. Yeah, that, games of football. That, yeah, 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 that might be okay. Yeah. 
you you lose two of them by blowout and win one six to nothing or something. I don't yep. know. Yep. I'm just now I'm just talking out my booty because I can't say anything. <laughs> I have I've got they're they're one and nine in their last ten. They've lost eight in a row. They're thirty five and sixty one. We talked at the beginning of the season about how if they you know root for sixty games or I'm sorry root for seventy wins. And if they won 70 wins, be ecstatic about it. Yeah. And it's not looking good. It's no. not looking good whatsoever. And, you know, going back over some numbers, uh, in the since the All-Star break, the Rangers, Rangers pitching staff has allowed 16 home runs. And it's even sadder when you think that that's just six games. Yeah. 16 well, home runs. Fulton Evans has given up like 15 of them. Yeah, like how you said on Twitter that he should have he should have been the one to throw Gallo BP. Exactly. But yeah, um, sixteen home runs—that's just under three home runs a game. I mean, we're not talking about a whip here of under three, a whip of under three a game, which is still a whip under three per nine. That's still bad. Yeah, you know, and we're talking about home runs and. Jeez, and I, I said this on Twitter earlier. Robbie Grossman of the Tigers, he hit his second home run in the first inning, second solo home run in a row against the Rangers. And at the point that he hit the home run, he alone had scored more runs and driven in more runs than the Rangers had in their previous four-plus games. Yeah. By himself with two swings of the bat. Yeah, and I'll, I'll now tell they, you what. The Rangers ended up scoring two, but... Yeah, that was before that happened. I'm just sitting here going, "This is how bad it is." Yeah, and I mean, historically, I mean, they're a bad team. We all knew that coming in, right? This isn't it isn't a surprise that they're not great, but this is a run that this is a slump they have to get out of. I mean, it is, and you know, I know if you've listened to any of Chris Woodward, uh, his press conferences lately, he is very frustrated, very angry. Oh, he's mad. I mean, they already sent uh, somebody down. You know, after the game yesterday. Or no, after the Jason fourteen Martin. nothing game, yeah, they sent Jason Martin down yeah. after the fourteen nothing game, and at least pitching has gotten a little better. But again, today Jordan Lyles gave up three home runs. I mean, like you said earlier, I don't understand. I mean, how do you, how can you not score any runs and give up that many home runs? I mean, can we allow our pitchers to pitch to us? Yeah, maybe that's the only thing that we can do. <laughs> I was I was trying to look at the numbers. Jordan Lyles is second. In the league, or actually in all of baseball, in home runs allowed, I believe it's 24, and he's second only to Mike Fultz-Nevich, who's yep. given up, I believe it's 28. Yeah. Yowza, yowza. That's, I mean, that's more than a home run a start. Yeah, and you think back, like Kobe Lewis, I'm thinking about back to the, the good old days. Kobe Lewis was a guy that gave up a lot of home runs every year. He was usually top 10, top 5 sometimes. Yeah. But he always had an ERA of either 4 or low. Yeah, four or lower. He had some eight to ten strikeout games, and you just you know when he gave up the home runs, you'd be like, ah, eh, that's just Colby. He'll give up some home runs, but he's going to pitch his way. You know, get a he's going to get a a quality start, six yeah. innings at least, no more than three runs. But this is just, I mean, this is just, it's almost it's it's almost like we're pitching BP here. Yeah, it really is because I mean every time you turn around and it seemed like both every time the Rangers have scored a run, it's like oh, hey, we scored a run the very next half inning, the other team goes out and hits a home run and it's either tied or, or they take they retake the lead. It's just, it's just it's just grueling. I'm sure you can hear it in my voice. I'm yeah. tired. Yeah, well, <laughs> just, and the worst I'm just, part, I'm worn down. One of the worst parts to me is almost the whole infield looks lost. Isaiah Kinderfleva is going through a historic slump too. He can't. 
he can't get out of his own way. He can't. I mean, you know, he's I mean, making you know, errors that he wouldn't have made earlier in the year when he was looking like a gold glover. Nick Solak has been struggling Nick almost Solak. all year. Good Lord. Yeah. And then he's, he's. I mean, basically, he's basically Rignet Odor. Yeah. And then yeah. you've got Nate, I mean, Nathaniel Lowe, who is not playing great or at the plate or in the field. And then between Culberson and Holt, I mean, their defense has been okay, but at the plate, they're both, they've both been just pathetic. Yeah, pretty non-existent. And the sad part is you mentioned Lowe and Solak, both of them on the left side of the infield. Isaiah Conifer-Leff is one of the top in defensive runs saved. Now go over to the right side. Nick Solak and Nathaniel Lowe are two of the worst defensive, yep. all the defensive metrics in the league. So, man, it's, and then you go to the outfield and the defensive defensively they're awesome. They're awesome. <laughs> that's I mean, that's one thing we can. Eli say White, I think it, Eli yeah. White has at least found his way to stay on this team, even if it's not an everyday starter. Yeah, no, that's for sure. And he's so versatile, and he's got so much speed. He can play second base. Yeah, he can play all the outfield spots. Yeah, the outfield is is awesome defensively. Joey Gallo's is just. Uh, <laughs> He's just got a cannon. They tried to test him a couple times the other night. And yeah. Both times failed. And Adolis Garcia, yeah, at the plate, he's, I mean, everybody's slumping. The whole team, and even him, he can't even, you know, bring a spark. And, and we still don't know really 100% about him. He had those two first first two months that blew the doors off. But I think that just the struggles of the whole team is bringing everybody down because Gallo just, Gallo doesn't look the same either. No. No, the whole team, like we said, and, and I don't want to harp on it too much. Like you said, move on to better things. But, you know, the whole team, it, it's obviously they're lost right now. And I don't blame the hitting coach or anything. I mean, guys go through slumps, right? It's just not very often that you see every player on the team going through a slump at the same time. Yeah, and poor Chris Woodward, man. I mean, what do you do with the lineup? Yeah. I mean, he's shaking it up all year long. We've seen we've seen different guys hitting all the way all all up and down the order except for Gallo who's usually either been third fourth or fifth yeah everybody else has pretty much been shuffled around there's just not a good combination because none of these guys are they, they don't have the protection around them and they don't fit where they need to like Adolis Garcia I don't think he's a good spot he's a good third third place hitter I think he needs to be hitting fifth yeah because he doesn't take a whole lot of pitches let him see some other pitches pitched to everybody else Connor Falefa maybe better at number two not much of a leadoff hitter you know it's just, it's been it's just interesting. An it's yeah. just been an incredibly interesting and unfortunate situation for Chris Woodward. And I don't blame him one bit. I agree. And now, now a lot of people, and let's move on to something a little more positive. A lot of people are clamoring now. Well, let's just call Frisco up to to the Rangers and send the Rangers down to Frisco, right? Well. Mm-hmm. We shouldn't rush those guys, in my opinion. I know you agree with me on this, but let's let's mm-hmm. sell other Rangers fans. Let's sell our listeners on why people like Colwyn and Jake Latz and Hans Kraus and you know Josh Young and and all those guys shouldn't be rushed up to the majors right now. Yeah, Cole Uvula. Yep. Yeah, all just, just the list goes on. Bubba Thompson, Josh Stowers. Yeah, Bubba Thompson, Josh Josh Stowers, and maybe even Steel Walker. Yep. I mean. These are possibilities, and the reason for that is, number one, they're winning. And I know it might not matter in the long run, but winning is contagious and winning is infectious, and those guys are having a blast right now together. Those guys could all be, in two years, hopefully doing the same thing in Rangers uniforms. And it, that's kind of, is at least with the Frisco fellas, 
that's what I'm hoping happens is they get, they do what they're best to try to keep them together until the September call-ups, until the minor league season's over. Let those guys make that run. Let them make a run to get a get a, a championship uh, there out of, well, it's not the Texas League anymore. Yeah. Double A Central, I guess. But, yeah. Um, the Texas League is what I still refer to it as. But, yep. yeah, let them go and win a championship there together and then, you know, move them up step a step at a time. Put all those guys in AAA and let them – terrorize AAA, and then in 2023 maybe move them all up i mean kind of keep those guys in a sync with one another and so yeah there's so much build so much familiarity they've got so much familiarity with each other right now and they're going to continue building that especially when you get towards you know big time whenever they get into highly intense atmospheres the crowds will be in it and they'll be playing for something and i know Everybody says that these games don't matter in, in, in the minor leagues. Well, you don't tell that to a competitor. They're going to tell you that they do, and they want to win. So seeing those guys win and allowing them to 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 enjoy that success together, at least with the double-A guys, you want to see that. Yeah, and to do some shameless promotion, we talked to Luis Angel uh, Acuna the other day. He was saying you know, how running for a championship at any level is fun, exhilarating, yeah. you know, something they all look forward to. And I agree with you and what I was going to say, and you kind of said it already, but is that we need to keep this, this group together. You know, this group of guys are learning to play together. They're learning to read off of each other. They're learning to, you know, to turn double plays. They're learning to read what each other's doing in the outfield, the infield, they're feeding off the energy and their hits. And, you know, to, to break this team up now, just to help a team that we already knew was going to be bad. To me, it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Let the minor league season play out. You know, you got a chance for down East and for Frisco, maybe to win their league. And, you know, possibly now Hickory seeing that they're scoring freaking 15 runs a game at this point, you know, they've <laughs> yeah, got it. They've got a shot. At, back. They are, but they're, they're definitely having a better second half than they had a first half. But, yeah. but I mean, leave these teams together, you know, and I think, the fact that they called Foscue up to to double A is going to be a lot of fun to watch him as well. You know, I think still you can still move some guys around, but I think that core needs to stay in the minors right now. And and again, like people have said, Young doesn't even have one full minor league season under his belt yet. No, no, he's it's going to be just a half season, really. Yeah, when you look at it in total for this year, and he's already. I mean, he homered tonight. Yeah, uh, went Oppo here in Amarillo. So, um, yeah. <laughs> When you look at that team, you just Frisco especially, and now Hickory. Yeah, and then you look at Hickory. They've been tearing the cover off the ball and pitching well. Justin Slayton last night, five innings, three hits, one walk, yeah. ten strikeouts. Yeah. His ERA is six three nine, and courtesy of Scott Lucas, his last seven starts, he's given up seven runs, five runs, nine runs, zero, zero, five, zero. So he's a he's a, a, a go big or go home type of yeah. pitcher, but he's obviously proven he's got some stuff whenever he's on uh, he's he's unhittable just about and some guys to look forward to maybe coming up and getting a shot from triple a drew anderson uh, curtis terry's who the guy we are hoping for yep and again there's that guy yoel pozo mm-hmm. four for six last night with two home runs he's got 15 yep. home runs and he's hitting 333 yeah okay in the six games the six game series that they just played in sacramento he batted 625 gracious so yeah that's another catcher and we've got what three of them on the roster or about to be three on the roster maybe yep. depending on what they decide to do uh with hicks probably going to send him back down but when Trevino comes off the il but yeah you want to see the triple a guys getting their shots up there whenever and this is this is all trade deadline dependent you know, yeah we don't we don't know if gallo is going to go we assume i assume now he is 
and I assume Gibson's going to be gone. Kennedy's going to be gone. So you're going to have innings that's going have to be, have to be eaten up by somebody, and uh, I believe it's Drew Anderson in AAA is probably a name that you want to you want to look at. Jarrell Cotton coming in out of the bullpen. Yep. Could be a name, and yeah, Drew Anderson, Brock Burke, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think he's quite ready for a big league call up. Scott Engler's a guy that you could see up there. Uh, there's yep. just there's a lot of guys. There's a lot of guys there as far as outfield goes. All that talent is really in Double A. Yep. There's not really anybody in Triple A that's lighting it up. So and we hadn't you, even you talked about to see the outfield stay the same. We hadn't even talked about JP Martinez in the outfield who's also having a really good season. No. I mean, because yeah, we always yeah, bring uh, up Stowers and Bubba Thompson and Steel Walker, but JP Martinez is also having a really nice season at Double A. Yeah, yeah, he is. I mean, and, and another that's another thing right there. Everybody else's play is infectious. Yeah, and you know, there's what four outfielders in that in that outfield, and they're all sharing the limelight. I know yep. Bubba Thompson's getting a little bit more of it because he's a former first round pick, but still, those guys are playing off each other, and you can see it in the starting staff. In the in the infield, um, the catchers, uh, in the pitch, you know, just all of it, all of it, and you know, I, I, I'm fine with having some AAA guys go up there. That's fine. But yeah. as far as Hickory and Down East and Briscoe, as much as you can, at least keep them together and let them make these runs here towards the end of the season. Yeah. So if Chris Young and John Daniels listen to the pod, the podcast, which you know, why don't they? You know, we're a pretty big deal, yeah. so they, they should listen to us. But jeez. I mean, we're getting close to the top 100 there on uh, on Apple Podcasts, which is pretty incredible, actually, for you yeah. know two two uh, whatever you want to call us that do a podcast on our own independently. Pretty big deal because every every Ranger podcast above us, and I'm doing a humble brag here, every Ranger podcast above us on the list is up run by a professional journalist or a professional yeah. organization. You know, we're the only ones that are just run by two guys. You know, who who yeah, love that's the Rangers. The job. Their job is to do podcasts. Our job is not to do podcasts, but we usually, you know, shirk our jobs and do podcasts. So anyway, that being I'm said, a former professional journalist, I you are at least say. at least you do yeah. full time anymore. No, but you don't. But. You're not. We're not. Uh, we're not running through some sort of organization like uh, some of the other ones are. And by the way, I'm, don't get me wrong. They're doing a great job, too. Like I listen to oh, other yeah. Rangers podcasts, you know. Rangers Nation podcast above and, us. <laughs> and North Texas Nine. You know, those are all great podcasts, man. And, of course, shout out to Chris Halleck on North Texas Nine. He's been, like, one of our favorite guests ever. Yeah. Him and him and, him and oh, uh, Jeff Wilson oh, have yeah. our new BFF Sunday. They so definitely are. We very there. much appreciate them, and we will, we will promo those guys because that's what really in, in the sports world especially, the, the sports journalists really do – tout each other and support each other and give each other high fives and stuff. And that's, that's nice. It's just awesome. Cause Hey, we're all doing the same thing. We're all working yeah. with the same team. Yep. Especially when it comes to, you know, obviously to the Rangers, but yeah, we want to keep, uh, keep, keep threatening them though. Yeah. We do. We definitely want to do that. We definitely want to keep threatening them, but <laughs> we want to keep catching hey, up with them. So we're going to push them to be better. Yeah, exactly. Hopefully they'll move we're up as we're moving great. up and then maybe, maybe we'll have like three or four Rangers podcasts in the top 100 on Apple. Now that would be awesome right there. If we could oh, get you know, celebration time if we right could there. get a couple of Rangers podcasts in the top one hundred. But anyway, all that I, I totally, uh, I totally went off on a huge tangent on what I meant to talk about. So back to if John Danielson and uh, Chris <laughs> Young listen to us, then they don't want to rush guys. That's that would be our advice to Chris Young and John Daniels. Let these guys win a championship or compete for a championship together, 
especially double A and single A and the Down East Wood Ducks, I think have the best shot of winning their respective championships. And I think, you know, it would be a lot of fun to watch, uh, a lot of fun to keep up with. And of course, it would give us something great to talk about during a really disappointing Ranger season. Thanks for listening to the Ranger Report podcast. Find us on Twitter, Facebook, and at therangerreport.com.